for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, throughout this episode, me and my guests are wearing shades. Um, I wasn't originally planning on it, but both of them decided to wear shades. And I said, why not? I'm going to do the same thing. Anyways, here we go. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of Small Room. I am here with Eric Suarez and Guillermo Subia. Is that how you say Guillermo? Yes, sir. Guillermo Subia. Right. Um, this, this is a question I ask everyone if you haven't seen any of my podcasts. Um, what are you famous for? This will go to Eric first, and then we can pass it on to Guillermo. Um, well, <laughs> famous. Uh, well, I make music. That's my like primary thing. I'm a rapper. I'm a guitar player. Uh, and I guess a singer. Oh, Hi. and I'm in a band with Guillermo. Yeah, that too. I'm famous for the same shit, bro. <laughs> Except for I'm a producer, though. So yeah. that's different. Uh, what's the name? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, what's the name of your band? Uh, RCOC. RCOC. It stands, for, it stands for Random Cast of Characters, and uh, Robin's also in our band. Yes, sir, uh, shout out to Robin. Yeah, shout out to Robin. Uh, what kind of music do you make? Girl. Well, um, all types, bro. We make all types of music. We make dude. all types. Well, I don't know if you know, but we used to be part of a hip hop collective called Junkie, and we was making trap music, hip hop music, um, and that didn't really go too far. But it is what it is. It's still part of our legacy, and it's still part of our come up. And you know, we just banging the rap. I'm a banging rapper, and he's a banging producer. And Guillermo makes the hottest beats. Um, and yeah. Uh, why did Junkie break up? Um, well, couple reasons. Couple it's reasons. It's mainly just yeah. like we had we had problems with everyone trying to make songs and like everyone like you know their time management behavior. it was inconsistent. Yeah, so yeah. we couldn't really get stuff done. We kind of just disbanded right after. It wasn't like personal drama or nothing because like we're still boys with everybody. There's yeah. some people who like we're not as close to anymore. It is what it is. But um, we've had a lot of problems. And there's been there's been drama like we we had a a past member who really did some shitty shit. <laughs> he he stole shitty lyrics from shit. another rapper and like put it on our song. So like we fired him and it was like damn that that like set us back a lot. And like we had to like restart from the start from the top. And um, that just didn't go too far. I don't know. Um, everybody had bad time management and was kind of lazy. But it is what it is. I mean, with that kind of thing, I get the sense that, like, once you have so many people in a collective, it's just kind of hard to manage um, everyone's different kinds of visions, right? Yeah, you know, um, I kind of blame it on kind of being, like, a controlling leader. No, nah, that's bit. the thing is, like, we all had the same vision. It's just, like, we didn't know how to make music back then. Like, we yeah, were, like, that's we were still beginners. Like, we didn't know what we were, like, doing. Yeah, like... like I don't think I was the proper leader it needed for it to like prosper. Cause like I had the yeah. ideas right, but I like, I didn't have the leadership skills. Like that is something I want to um, work on, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, so what would you say from that point that you learned? Because you mentioned how at the beginning you didn't like really know that much about music producing. Uh, what have you learned now? <laughs> uh, I mean, Guillermo. Oh, he's he, asking he me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I honestly, like, all I've learned is just how to create my own sound, how to create, you know, all the ideas I have in my head. It's like, um, before I was, I, I felt limited because, like, people, like, I only listened to, like, you know, hip-hop, and now I've expanded my music taste. I listen to other genres, and, you know, 
that had an influence on my production and that's where I am now. I know more about music. And also back then, like when we first, first started, we did not know how to record like at all. And we did not have like- Oh well, yeah, that, exactly. Like, we that started as beginners. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, like we, we all started together. Music. Yeah. Like, I, I peeped Guillermo was making beats on GarageBand and like they were yeah. actually pretty good for like little phone apps. Like they were trap bangers, you feel me? So I had FL Studio, like I had my own account. So like I gave it to him and I was like, yo bro, make beats. Like th that's your thing. So like, like I like to think I kind of put him on like, not like that, but you know, I put him on FL. I mean, I've put my put the boy. I've seen FL and you know, I have it on my computer. I mean, that is so comp so complicated, but I mean, I, I get why, because you can make a bunch of different sounds with it. Uh, how did you learn how to use FL Studio, Guillermo? Well, it's just like one of those things that like, the more you do it, the more you understand it. Like, like the more, the better you get at it. Like, I, I knew like some like music theory, but I didn't know how to use FL. So I can't like, I was a complete beginner. So all I did was just, you know, try like making a beat every day. If it was bad, it was bad, whatever. I just made it as many beats as I can, and you know, now now I know how to like work with it. Got more control. I mean, did you use YouTube tutorials? Um... Not really, not that much. It was it was mostly just like you know, just me trying to put all my ideas down. You know, like I had my friend Winston, like he was in Junkie. Shout he out. he actually taught. Yeah, shouts out to Winston. He's the one who taught me how to use like. Like a lot of tips for mixing and all sorts of stuff on FL. Shout yeah, out Adrian Flores too. Oh yeah. Wait, you you work with A Flow to make music? We haven't worked together, nah. But I'm nah, trying. No, we to never work together. worked together. But I mean, Adrian, I always thought he was kind of a good like inspiration. I always thought he was a cool dude. Like shout out him. And like I always heard Guillermo, like he got tips from him, and I was like, oh, that's dope. That's dope. I mean, who would you say is your mentor, like in terms of music making? Um, like, I don't have, like, a genuine mentor. I mean, I have, like, I an older one. brother. I have an older brother who kind of put me on to, like, music early on, but, like, he didn't teach me anything. Like, I, I kind of just, like, had a guitar teacher for a few months, learned some things, and then from there on, I was just on my nah, own. Bro, I had, I had, I had my dad. Like, my dad was the one who taught me how to play guitar when I was, like, seven. That's and, tight. You know, I started making songs, like, when I was, like, eight and already, and nine. I was just writing stuff, and then after that, I just wanted to do other genres. So, so you know, it's my dad. So uh, who, sorry, uh, who would you say is your uh, favorite artist? <laughs> um, Damn. Uh, you know what? Hold on, I'm gonna get it real quick. Oh, Guillermo knows what I'm gonna do. This, this album, this is Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. It came out in 1966, and it is basically known to be the sole project of brian wilson and brian wilson is a fucking amazing musician he's one of the most innovative artists to the world of rock music pop music psychedelic music alternative music you know um he did it all by himself he had a wonderful backing band called the wrecking crew make this album alive and uh the stellar voices of the rest of the beach boys you know beach boys are are a big me, part of who i am for me, bro, it's just Radiohead. Radiohead, shouts out to Radiohead, bro. That's, shouts out to Radiohead. That's my, that's my, yeah, my favorite band. Artist. And Impala, Gorillaz, you know, all that. That's Tyler, Kanye. All, like, so many people inspired us. The Beatles. I'm not going to lie. I think 
honestly, uh, Pet Sounds might be like one of the greatest albums of all time. It and really I'm, is, dude. I'm glad, I'm glad you say that. I'm glad you say that, yeah. And I mean, there's I so many classics it. on that song. The first song I ever heard from the Beach Boys was, I mean, I'm this this isn't on Pet Sounds, I don't think, but it was Surfing in the USA. Nah, Surfing USA. That was an early track. That was like super early. But the first yeah. one I heard from that album specifically was, um, it was on Boogie Nights. Um, God only knows what I'd be. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You, God only knows. It's an amazing yeah. song. And that got me into the Beach Boys. Um, for those listening, check out the Beach Boys if you haven't. Um, check out Pet Sounds. Check out oh, Pet, Pet Sounds. Sounds. Wait, can I do a rundown real quick? All right. If y'all going to listen to Beach Boys, you can <laughs> listen to the two albums before Pet Sounds. Listen to Pet Sounds, like the first one you got to listen to. And then like up till 71, Surf's Up, that's where you want to listen to. Like the album cycle after Pet Sounds. But until 71, it's the best shit. I don't know. I'm just a big Beach Boys fan. <laughs> uh, what's the best Radiohead album? Because I actually want to get into Radiohead. Because I know Robin really radio- likes them. And, right. Yeah. Um, my favorite Radiohead album is In Rainbows. I always Ooh. recommend that one to everyone. Every single track is great. It's a yes. masterpiece. No. Okay, yeah. computer's good. Kid A's yeah, great. Kid A, they're, Kid A. I'd they're all different. The I'll give you Kid A. You know. All Radiohead but, albums are different. But you know, I always say check out In Rainbows. It's a great listen. Right. Uh, I asked Daryl the same question. Um, I just want to get what your take. Uh, what do you think about the song "Walk"? Huh, yo, it's banging, okay. bro. It's a good huh, song. It's a banging ass track, bro. Good if song. a bad bitch wants to talk about her pussy, then let her do it. I don't give a fuck, bro. It's banging. It's empowering it's as fuck. Twerk, twerk that shit, bro. Twerk that shit. Like you know, we have a lot of artists that are vulgar, and like, I, okay. I like. There's a bunch of like reggaeton artists that like you know they be rapping in spanish using a lot of vulgar terms and you know words like grew up on that you know yeah like, we grew up on that it's like like it's fine like i don't care it's a good song i just i just think it's ridiculous how people are like so offended by it it's like yo yeah. y'all be talking about big booty black bitches with thick asses but once a big bad booty bitch with a thick ass and a wet ass pussy talks about it on her own song y'all got a problem like, with it like yeah that's ridiculous you know super ridiculous I mean, I think the song's kind of grown on me over time, you know, <laughs> just like first time, I like first time, two out of 10, but then like slowly over time, if you play WAP, I don't think it's like a bad song where I would tell you to like turn it off. If you played WAP for me, I would like listen to the whole thing and I would actually get some, I've actually gotten more enjoyment out of it as the song has uh, gone along. Yeah, bro. Megan, Megan's hot, dude. Like not like physically hot. She's like, her bars are hot, you know, like. She's a fire-ass rapper. She's beautiful, too, you know? Like, I think it's great. She's kind of like a modern Lil' Kim She's a good artist. A good artist. But I, I wouldn't put her to the, to the, you know, I wouldn't compare her to, like, Lil' Kim. I'm just saying, like, it's cool seeing that, like, it's cool seeing women be, like, more powerful now because you got Rhapsody and you got No Name and Lil' Sims and Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and uh, shouts out Nicki, even though she's kind of crazy. But, you know. It's cool. I love it. I support women. Yeah, I support women out here. I mean, who do you think is the best uh, female artist right now? Best female artist? Like, Um, there's a lot. Lil Sims is, Um, like I said, phenomenal rapper. My favorite. Um, Oh, no, but he just said female artist, though. 
yeah, so like, I'm 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 thinking like Bjork, you know. Bjork, uh, I like Bjork. Mitski's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, Snail Mail's pretty good. Um, let's see, I I can't really think off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, it's funny because if you ask me a guy artist, I could name like a million. <laughs> but yeah, dude, there's so many female artists that are killing it now i like saint vincent you know but i wouldn't say like you know the best saint vincent's tight too holy shit yeah i forgot i can't believe i forgot saint vincent uh, so i mean my favorite female artist personally uh i mean i've been listening to her a lot lately uh no name oh yeah she's That's great yeah she's a great I love rapper the way she blends jazz and like the way she raps she has such a unique flow and she's so laid back with it but like she's so tight with it and it's so t- like it's so dope I don't think the female artists have been getting the credit they deserve. They don't. They don't. They don't. Do they really it. don't, yeah. Oh, wait. Speaking of, you know SZA, right? Did Hell you hear yeah. the news about SZA? Um, she, she's been wanting to release music, but, like, her manager and her label has been kind of enslaving her in the sense that, like, she can't release new music. You know, man, like, that happens so much with artists. You know, like all of like Oliver Tree came out. I don't I don't listen to Oliver Tree. I'm just like I know this is a good example. Oliver Tree came out on Fantano, and they were like, "Oh, you can't release your debut album until you got like a million streams on your Spotify." Or like how Jay Z had to get Lil Uzi out of his like contract so he can drop music, and that's probably why Playboy Cardi ain't dropping nothing because like his label got him like kind of by the balls, and they're not letting him drop a lot of red or something. You know, it is what it is, and the music industry will always kind of control you and uh make you do things you don't want to i mean with playboy cardi um i think part of the reason why he hasn't released a whole lot of red yet is because all these leaks keep on coming out oh right? yeah yeah fuck yeah that's a huge <laughs> problem it's like that's the man's job you know and you're just kind of taking away from that I mean, I try to avoid listening to leaks as much as humanly possible, but sometimes be- you just can't avoid them because the leaks just blow up so They're much. Everywhere on Instagram, yeah, people be releasing that. And on TikTok too. And that's where I've heard two of the Playboy Cardi leaks. Uh, one of them, Kid Cudi, if you haven't listened to it. Yeah. Listen yeah, to yeah. it. And Molly. Molly, yeah. That's I don't you. know Molly. I'm not a huge Cardi fan like that. You've definitely heard it though. It's this one. Look at these times they shine. Look at these they line. (laughs) I I thought you were referencing something Guillermo did. (laughs) Nah, nah. (laughs) Bro, can I say it? Nah, chill, bro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I wrote the bars, though. Don't worry, though. We we ain't got to disclose that. (laughs) Oh, are you guys releasing new music soon? Nah, I mean. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we got got some. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But um, sometimes we make joke music sometimes. And uh, it's an inside joke. <laughs> uh, Eric, um, I actually so, want to talk to you about this because um, for those in the audience who don't know, the way that we met was that in sophomore year, I was in TV production. You were in TV production. We were chilling. Yeah. You know, Both just talking. <laughs> yeah. And I want to, like, understand, why did you leave uh, Gable's Live? Um, big reasons, dude. Um, it's still fuck Felix and fuck Betsy. I don't give a fuck. Um, it's still fuck them. I, I don't hold grudges, but I don't know why I still kind of hold that one. 
Um, I left Gibbs Live because it was just a lot of personal issues with me and Jose and Felix and Betsy, and they were just always on my ass, and I wasn't able to do the things I wanted. And like, I had an, I had a show on Gibbs Live called Media Monday, but like, I wanted to change it to Music Monday, where I just reviewed music straight up, and like, no, like, I didn't want to do movies anymore because I wasn't really giving a shit about uh, movies. But Miss Camacho was like, Nah, you already started the series, you can't do it. And I don't know, I should have just gone behind her back and done it, cause like. You know, Media Monday, Music Monday, music is media. Like, I don't think anybody would have noticed if I was just doing music. But, you know, I guess I kind of made a bigger deal out of it. And, you know, when you're a 16-year-old, sometimes you could get flustered and annoyed. I definitely get that. And, I mean, like, not not right after you left, but I'd say, like, within a year, a year and a half. Oh, yeah. That shit shut down. Yeah, I peaked. Like, because when I left, Ian left. And then, like, once me and Ian left, like, nobody gave a shit no more. Nobody gave a shit no more. I wouldn't exactly say that because I feel like there were still some people left in there. But, like, definitely a year after, you know, all the people, like, by that point, there was, like, almost no one left. Bro, like, I don't know, but I'll tell you this. That Mr. Ronda dude or whatever, he did not know what he was doing. Like, like. It's a shame because once me and Ian left, nobody knew how to run the broadcast, you know, like, like Ian, he was the tech boy. Like he knew everything. So like, of course, when he left, the whole shit went down. Like, like nobody knew how to use the tech there. And like me, I would have been a dope ass director who made dope ass videos, you know, like that's what I wanted to do, but I wasn't allowed to. Dude, that shit shut down after Ian left, like because of what you said. And I remember junior year, I don't think they had any announcements Guillermo you can back me up on this one right uh yeah I remember yeah that. I remember my senior year they like I remember too because they would always do an announcement and say Gable's live is about to go- come on and like the teachers would turn would like you know like yeah. type it in and do it and then I remember my senior year there was no announcements and then there was no broadcast I, I don't remember a single broadcast being played my senior year and I joined, I joined chorus actually after that. Like that became like the class, and I did catharsis, but fuck catharsis. Shouts out to everybody in catharsis. <laughs> I hated that class. Bunch oh. of fake poetry shit. <laughs> Shouts out Zaldivar though. Um, what was I saying? All right, so with with the Gables live thing, you know, they tried to make a comeback after you graduated from Gables. But then fucking Mr. Rhonda quit. And this new lady came in. She said, all right, if you're not part of the class, out skis. So that meant everyone on the board, like the two presidents who were on the board, booted. I was part of what was supposed to be the resurgency. But then Mr. Mr. Rhonda left. This new lady came in. She kicked us all out because we weren't part of the class. And then the, they started doing these morning announcements. And then, you know, this but wait, was, how, how were you not part of the class? Like you didn't have the period. I didn't have the period. Were you, were you in studio? Yeah, I was in the studio, but the thing was it, at the time when I wanted to join, when I joined Gables Live, that wasn't a requirement. And I'm glad I didn't join that period because right. then that lady quit too. And then like the whole program got shut down. Gables Live is dead. Yeah, that's crazy. Now it's even dead, dead, because, like, you know. No, there is no more Gables Live. Like, they yeah. made Gables Live. They shut it down. And now there's something called Cavs TV. 
Wow, holy fuck. And that's the shit that's taking over, bro. That's what should have happened Damn. a long time ago. I feel like if I stayed, it would have been fire. I had big plans for that, for Gables Live, you know? I just feel like they didn't... Um, I just felt like they underestimated me. just felt like they really underestimated me in that class. Yeah. But now I make music, and I got Guillermo now, and that's my fucking boy. And we can be as creative as we want. Uh, you mentioned chorus. Uh, what did you learn yeah. in chorus? Absolutely nothing. I did my part, and I sang, and that was it. You know, I got some cool friends. Shout out Andrew Cronin. It's my fucking dog. Um, I had Robin in that class, and um, it was dope. I, uh, it was just a dope class. Mr. Brennis was a sick dude. Um, I don't know if it, like, taught me how to be, like, a better singer. I think it kind of made me worse. Um, but it was cool just, like, having a class where, like, you just stick around and sing all day. Because, like, I didn't, I don't know how to read music. So, like, I would just kind of hear the other tenors and, like, hear what they were doing. And I just did it back because, you know, simple as that. But it was fun. Because I, I had music theory first period and then I had chorus third period. And it was all in the same classroom. And it was just fun, like, not really doing anything for the first half of the day. I just want to say right now, I think that. The t- class of 2019 was just like the luckiest class of all time, and the class of 2020 yeah. was the most unlucky got, class in history. Y'all got it bad. You got it bad, bro. Y'all got it bad, bad. I mean, I think the class of 2020, 2021 might get it worse, honestly. Yeah, because they probably won't even go they back to school. I, the earliest I see them going back is January. Yeah. I get you. We got boys in class of 2021. Shout out ESD. <laughs> Wait, who's ESD? ESD is our boy. He was part Ellie of the He's a rapper. Ellie Rex. Yum, yum. Yeah, that's our boy. He raps dope as hell. Y'all want to listen to some banging ass South Florida trap that's keeping it alive. Listen to ESD. Check out Winning by Ellie Rex. I think he's just, winning, I think he's just Ellie. It winning is such a good song. Uh, but, yeah, those are our boys, and they're dope rappers, and hopefully they keep the South Florida scene, like, going. You, you know? were in Junkie, bro. Yeah, those are the days. J4O, J4O. Uh, what do you think is Anthony Fantano's worst review? Like, not worse in oh, terms wow. of quality, but the one you wow. disagree with, with his opinion on the most. You know it's funny, bro. There's I love Fantano. There's a clear. There's a, I know. There's I know. I know which one. one. I know which one you're gonna pick, Eric. The Mac Miller one, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. I really disagree with that one. He, yeah, he gave like one. he gave swimming like three out of ten. And I was like, what? Or, like, or my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. He gave my beautiful dark twisted fantasy six, six, which is ridiculous. So we're just gonna say that one. Um, I guess I'll go, yeah, I'll go with my beautiful Doctors of Fantasy. I don't really watch Fantano reviews like that. Me I like either, his bro. Let's, I like, I watch his Let's Argues. Those All are those fun. memes, bro? Huh? All those memes that they got? Oh, yeah, I love, like, I love his account, and, like, I love, like, the memes he posts and the pictures he posts. Like, I, I'm a fat, su- like, supporter of, like, Fantano, but I don't know. I don't watch his uh, reviews like that. That's definitely fair. Uh, I mean, I guess the one that the people consist- consistently across the board say is his worst review is, once again, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. But I don't think that's the one that I would go with. Because, you know, a 6 out of 10, well, it's not like a, 
it's not the best album in the world. I feel like a six out of ten, he says, anything from a six out of ten to above means that he enjoys it. But just that the higher the score gets, the more he enjoys it. Um, but a six out of ten is not a bad score. Like a six out of ten is one it's that not. I would check out. Yeah, to be yeah. honest, I think Sometimes. Depends. I think I like I had my feelings a little hurt if I did, like worked really hard on an album and I got a six out of ten. Like it was my first album and it just got a six. I'd be like, damn. <laughs> you know, at least the seven. I like sevens. Sevens are a completely appropriate. Seven. Give us a Cause seven. Because, bro, if you think about it, like a sixty, like if you look at it, like in a test score, sixty percent, that's a D. Like I don't want no D. A, a C is fine. Like. <laughs> Like, yeah, but he, like, I don't he's want... the one grading. Yeah, you know. Mantano grading. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo, which one do you think is his worst one? Oh, yeah, I said My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I, I'm going to go with Swimming, just because a 3 out of 10 is just so harsh. Yeah, yeah that, that was, that was, that was, that was bad. It's kind of ridiculous, and I feel like that score is a little outdated. Well, it's a little inappropriate if you kind of look at it by today's standards. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, I mean, just like I'm just gonna say this, and this is gonna sound harsh, but just because an artist is dead, does not nah, mean yeah. that their music automatically becomes good. Nah, yeah, I get that. I don't fuck with X. I mean, I fuck with I've like early X. I don't like the fucking seventeen and I post all that. Um, and I don't fuck with Peep at all, and I don't like Juice World at all. And Pop Smoke is is okay. Like I'm not crazy on Pop Smoke, Girl, but um, from- yeah, like I don't know. People be like legends it's like not really like shit's not really that impressive to me and uh i definitely think mac miller's legacy does kind of stand on that and like it's kind of crazy because you could listen to swimming and it and it was kind of like a cry for help if you really kind of listen back and that's that's kind of like the burden of it all because swimming was like was like his love letter or something it was just really vulnerable and really honest, and it was sad because he died like a few months later. He died like three or four months later. I mean, aside from that, which is absolutely true, Sonic, like musically, um, swimming and circles are similar enough to where you know the difference between what he gave us swimming, which was a three out of ten, to what he gave circles, an eight out of ten. It just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it's I don't get it, man, because I don't even think he gave Divine Feminine a good. A he gave it a score. four out of ten, and Divine you, you Feminine see? is good. You see, because like Divine Feminine, swimming circles, it's kind of all in the same aesthetic, really. Like it's all kind of in the same world. Like I feel like that was like that album cycle for him. Like I think that like he was going in a more like jazzier R and B ish delivery. I mean, not delivery direction. Because before he had Good AM and he had watching movies with the sound off, and those and Macadelic, and those were all kind of in the same vibe. And then, like, he dropped Divine Feminine, which was just a huge sonic shift for his sound. Shout out, Mac. Rest in peace. I mean, I definitely think that that's his best sound, in my opinion, from what I've listened. The jazzy sound is his best work. Great, dude. Have you heard Good I Am? I have not heard Good I Am. I've heard Divine Feminine, Swimming, and... uh, Circles. Yeah, so you heard the last couple albums. All right, so listen to Macadelic. That's like his first real good mixtape. Like, listen to watching watching movies with the sound off and then Good AM. Like, those albums are fucking great, and they all kind of have, like, this 
Earl Sweatshirtish, Absol, early two thousand like it has that early two thousand tens vibe that is just so distinguishable, like with that Tyler sound and that Earl sound, that Absol, early Kendrick. Like you could tell like that this is all part of like a like a movement of new lyrical hip hop, ASAP Rocky and Danny Brown and all that, you know? Like that and Joey Badass, like all that was coming out at the same time and like just this resurgence of amazing lyrical hip hop coming out. It was, it's sick. 2010s had a great um, time for hip hop. Honestly, 2015 was the best year for rap. What happened in 2015? My, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. What happened? To Pimp a Butterfly and Rodeo. Oh, those are pretty good albums. True, true. Then 2016 was, um, 2016 was, um, Life of Pablo. That was another good album. I didn't listen to Live Apollo when it came out, though. I kind of listened to it, like, after, like, way after. Like, I wasn't into Kanye until I was, like, a junior. I was not into rap music at all, like, back then. But I don't know what happened. I ended up being a rapper somehow. With Life of Pablo, I feel like um, everyone had the same first and second listen. Where the first listen, everyone was like, man. But then after Kanye did the tweaks to the album, Everyone was like, "Holy shit, this album is." Yeah, great. yeah. I heard, I heard it that he changed the track list, and then like that's what happened. Like, and everybody was like, "Whoa, this is amazing." I mean, he just made a couple of tweaks here and there to some of the songs. He took out a part of a song and then made it its own little interlude track, and then he that's just cool. added the outro track of Saint Pablo, which is honestly one of his best songs by far. Yeah, bro, I support Kanye Heavy. Um, that's one of my all-time favorite artists. And uh, despite all the shit going down with Kanye right now, um, I'll always stand him. That, like, you know, can't kick a man when he's sick, you know. Can't kick a man when he's down. I, I agree. You know? Kanye uh, needs support right now. Yeah, not, the, not shame. Yeah, the music and the politics can wait. I'm talking about Kanye. You know, yeah. for, most important thing for him right now is oh, man. to get help. Um, Guillermo. Yeah. What's your craziest story as a PAT, peer health educator for the health information project? For those of you who don't know what that is. Uh, what sorry. is that? So, um, <laughs> what okay. is that? That's <laughs> him. He's talking about Oh, him. Yeah. that shit. Honestly, it made me a better speaker. It made me, uh, you know, I, I learned a lot about safety and, you know, a lot of good things. No, I'm talking about, I, I agree with you there. Um, I'm just talking about your craziest story. I don't really have one. Like, I, like, everything was pretty much the same. I went to class, you know, taught the lesson. Um, there was never really a kid that spoke out. Um, I always, like, taught classes that, you know, irrespective, like, the kids were very respectable, you know. And, you mean IB um, classes? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the there, IB kids? There, I can't. I don't really got no wild stories, bro. It's all. It's all the same. I mean, I I agree. I think um, if you got the same consistent classes, which was the IB classes, and everything yeah. was pretty tame. But I'm telling you, when you get mixed in between IB honors regular, it's a whole different world in terms of uh, the behavior that the kids have. Yeah. I'm just saying, I was in the I was in the regular classes, so like those hip meetings, those were 
those were a blast. <laughs> so everybody was fucking around and shit. I don't really remember because I was a freshman, but, you know, uh, I always remember those being good times. You know, it was a good hour of, of time wasting. Yeah. And, like, most of the kids weren't bad, uh, but, like, as you, like, went, like, down, like, they, they'd be more likely that some of them would, like, get loud and just start interrupting and just start, like, going not crazy in the class, but... Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. That's why I, I'm, I say, like, I learned how to be a good speaker. You know, I learned how to, like, you know, like, have a room. Like, fucking... Sometimes I wonder during, like, hit meetings, like, kids would be, like, hitting dab pens while, like, they're in the tackle, like, in the back of the class, like, doing, like, don't do drugs. Be, like, yeah. The that's car disrespect the right there, bro. <laughs> that's the only thing I would have done. <laughs> Shit. I would have done. That's hilarious. Yeah. I got no wild stories, bro. I mean, are you wondering if, like, the PHC is, like, did the same thing, Eric? Oh, man, I know all them fuckers was, like, on drugs and, like, fucking and doing all that. Like, I, I know, I knew the people in hip, like, I, like, I, I knew people yeah. in hip who was doing acid in school, and I was like, you? Like, like, you? Like, I knew Guillermo, you feel me? Not Guillermo, I'm not saying Guillermo did acid in school, but I'm just like, you know, I knew Guillermo, you yeah, that's know? Not and true. I knew that's the, not true. Yeah, Guillermo nah. is drug-free. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's how you want to say it. Excuse me if I do some weird shit like blow my nose or like put nasally spray. I, I just had surgery on my nose not too long ago. You good, bro? Yeah. yeah. Wait, didn't you also have COVID? Sense. I did. I did. And um, honestly, it wasn't that bad. Could have been way worse. I, I lost my sense. Of, I lost my sense of taste for a week, and basically that's it. Like, how do you think you got it? Honestly, I blame my fat ass grandpa. I don't give a fuck. Like that's who I blame because like my aunt had it and like his wife had it, but he didn't have it. And like they had it in his house, so it's just like that's they nice. say he was negative, but it's like, bro. But I don't know, bro. It's an L because I went to give him a kiss on the cheek because like you know <laughs> standards. You know, sometimes you got to do that shit. Your mama will make you. Have you taken an antibody test? Nah, to be honest, I haven't. I kept on that. I wanted to do it, but I didn't. Cause you, you know, you could donate your plasma to help people out with COVID. Yeah, yeah, I knew that, but um, I don't know. I didn't do it. I feel like an asshole now. I mean, if you've had it within the past month, the plasma is still there and the antibodies are still there. So if you wanted to, you could still uh, donate. I had it in July. I had it like a like a month ago. I had COVID on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I COVID on my birthday. I didn't do shit that day. Uh, Guillermo. Yes, sir. What's up? What's your plan for uh, college, if there is a plan? Uh, well, right now I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm going to Dade, and uh, I'm majoring in um, business administration. You know, I'm trying to get my MBA. That's that's it. Uh, Eric, are you in college or? I'm actually starting thing. school. I'm starting school. You started uh, at the same time. Took took a year off because I don't know. I didn't want to start last year. I was like, fuck that shit. And um, I don't know. Guillermo starting kind of made me want to start because you know Guillermo's my boy. And um, even though like I'm a year older than him, it doesn't really matter. It's like I'd rather start with one of my boys, even though like I could have had the upper hand. But it's whatever. It's cool. I, I'm I'm gonna be majoring in uh, journalism and mass communications. 
mean, MGC is pretty good for that. Wait, what? M are you going to MDC? I'm going to MDC, yeah. I'm going to MDC. Uh, you're going to the North Campus, right? Because that's where all the film and journalism stuff is. North, like North Miami? Miami? Like, yeah, North Miami. I was, I was oh, going to Wilson. I was, I'm going to Wilson. I didn't know that, actually. How, like, how the film, I didn't know that at all. Like, how they have the program up there. That's too far for me. Up, bro. It's whatever. I'll go. I'll go the next semester. Yeah, I could change campuses. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Because all the MDC campuses are connected. Whereas, a, where if you're a student in one, you can take a class in another. Yeah. So like, if I want to take a film class up there, I can. You know, I just I just gotta get my license. I, I'm I'm the one 19 year old who doesn't have a license. I drive, but I don't have a license. I see. Uh, because like with with MDC, um, like each each uh campus it's either it's just a regular campus where there's multiple things or there's a campus that is also on top of the regular things also has a specific uh major like that's where if you want to be a doctor you have to go to this campus or if you want to once again study, yeah yeah i get you i get you um but i don't know i'm not really like hopeful for college i try to be but like i'm kind of nervous because like i hated school so much and I'm kind of nervous to take a math class because, like, I don't want to fail that a million times because I'm terrible at it. And um, that's what I'm really most anxious about, just taking math. <laughs> other than that, I think I'll be all right. Uh, last question. Um, this one will go to Eric and then Guillermo once again. Uh, what do you want to be known for? Music. I want to be the most diverse artist ever. I want to be the, like, hottest rapper. I want to be the dopest guitar player the dopest like i want like i want to be Tyler the creator but i also like i want no, i want to be kanye but i also want to be damon albert you know like i want to be like a musical genius who could just do anything you know just be a diverse rapper and a diverse musician who could play instruments and sing and genre bend like crazy and and for me i want to be known for my ideas like everything that I gotta share. Like I mostly gotta share music, but I got other things in mind. Yeah, you know I can say this. It's my creative I wanna, work. I want to make movies one day, and I want to make like a show. All or that something. type, all those things, bro. Comic, like a comic book, like that'd be super sick. Like I, I'd be down to do anything that I can get my hands on. Uh, well, it's been great to have you guys on, but as you know, all great things must end. Uh, you've been a wonderful guest, both of you, for episode sixteen of small room uh thanks, thanks bro thanks man if you really like this episode please subscribe or whatever it is you do on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast to add me and make sure that you're available and you can see when future content is uploaded thank you bye